What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The plan worked. Go figure. I had no idea. I'll be honest. I was. I thought I was on shaky ground there for a minute. Oh uh, no, you're a pro. Oh, gracias. How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was good. I mean, I, nothing jumps to mind immediately. So yeah, no complaints. Oh, cool. I thought you had a gig. No, on Friday. Um, no. Did oh, I? Did you? I don't. Know. I have a gig. I have a gig in Minneapolis a week from this Saturday. What was I doing Friday? I don't fucking know. I didn't have a <laughs> the holidays got me all messed up. Maybe it was the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, you know what? It's well, no, because we weren't here. Yeah, we haven't talked in forever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, then. So the first thing I was going to ask you about is the kiss farewell thing this weekend and then their immediate announcement that the kiss avatars tour was going to be a thing yeah my money was on a menudo thing where they were just gonna find much younger people to play them uh-huh uh-huh well that was you the know, plan you initially you got tommy thayer and a drummer i mean if they held a tryout for the new gene and paul they they could find some people that would kill it they didn't do that I think that was Gene's initial plan because back when he oh, had that TV show Family Jewels on A&E, he was doing yeah. really well and the show was really popular. And he actually said in a couple of, I don't know if it was interviews or press or whatever, but he was planning on having like authorized, licensed Kiss cover band. And he thought it would be great to have an, a show where they choose the new members of Kiss and then they would then retire. And I don't know what happened. It seemed like his relationship with A&E soured and the idea of reality TV for his family kind of went by the wayside and the whole idea of franchising a cover band kind of disappeared over the pandemic. And I'm guessing it has to do with ABBA pioneering this technology and having it be successful. I guess so. I'm just glad those kids in ABBA don't have to go back to their day jobs. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing that I'm thinking, right? ABBA hasn't toured in, what, 50 years? At least, yeah. Yeah, so people, their fan base is rabid, multi-generational, and starved for them. So I could see where the Avatar thing would work with ABBA. But Kiss's fan base is also rabid and multi-generational, but not so much starved for them. No. I, you know, I toured with um, a band called Stereophonics. Welsh band for a year mm -hmm. in 2003 and four, and we had two backup singers on tour. And one of them, when she wasn't with Stereophonics, was in an ABBA tribute act. Just two girls, two guys that went out with a great band, and they were full on ABBA, and they were doing 5,000 tickets a night all across Europe. Oh, I'm not surprised. Five not at all. Thousand. Like the Fox in Oakland and bigger, like huge uh -huh. theaters. And that was, you know, again, that's a tribute act where they sounded and acted and looked a lot like ABBA. So, yeah, I would imagine a hologram of ABBA is just an extension of that. But like you said, their, their audience has never seen them. I mean, 90% of ABBA's fans are no longer with us, the ones who ever saw them live. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think the other factor is cost, whether or not it would be cost effective, because if you've got musicians, they're people that you have to pay, you have to feed, you have to house, and it's just going to cost more over time than it would if you made the initial investment in the technology. That's true. Remember the Black Mirror from this past episode with the two astronauts and their living simulated lives back on Earth? Yes. Well, that could happen to the if Gene and Paul had replaced themselves. What if the new Gene and Pauls were out? Like, what if one of them was a serial killer? That doesn't look good for Paul Stanley's brand. No, it does not. That's true. People are have independent thought and can make their own decisions and all kinds of things that could happen, right? Somebody could report sexual misconduct, which is a big hot-button issue in the music industry right now, and then KISS would have to pay for that. That's right. And, I mean, in fact, it only took 70 years of the music industry for that to finally come to the fore. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that. Somebody was asking me with the, uh, what was the most recent one? Oh, the Axl Rose rape allegations. Somebody was like, why is she coming forward now? And I'm like, dude. Oh my God. I don't have, <laughs> I mean, I realize that's a question, that's a teachable moment, but I, I, yeah. I'd rather punch people and then teach myself. Because yeah. <laughs> if you're asking those kind of questions, you just don't want to know the answer. The answer is, Easy to find. And you know, you know the yeah. easiest way to find it? Ask any woman you've ever met. Yep, 100%. And then, here's the crazy part, believe them when they tell you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's, hard. it's hard for some people. I get it. <laughs> There's just a deep trench in that thought pattern that automatically goes to defend the rock star. And I get that, but I hate to use the word woke because it's just been so misappropriated but right of course people do kind of need to wake up to the reality of those situations you know even steven tyler with the most recent allegation they're like oh he like made out with her and like dry humped her in the street or something wow big deal and i was like hey buddy uh you try that on me right now you're gonna go to jail After they get you out of the hospital. So you'll go to jail if you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, tell me right now to my face why I should let Steven Tyler molest me in public, no matter who I am or what the situation is, you know, and they're like, oh, well, when you put it that way. Well, that's the thing. It's like, um, I mean, you know, beyond all this, I mean, my God, my, my kingdom for a comprehensive civics lesson for everyone in this country. But yeah, we, we let rock stars get away with murder. We vote for presidents or governors or senators that we like, as opposed to, are they actually going to do anything for us? I mean, mm-hmm. I just think there should be, you know, everything should have term limits. And, and when people say, yeah, but that would take away their ability to get the job done. Well, then the job's not right. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> the job you know, is not right. About, I hate when people say, you don't know how Congress works. They have to be there for years to figure out the machinery. And I'm like, dismantle the machinery. It's that is the problem. Service. Yeah. And here's the and- crazy thing. If we impose term limits, all we have to do is turn around and say, there you go. Term limits yeah. on your committees as well. Boom. I'm happy to vote for someone other than a person I already voted for. Because yeah. to me, that just means I'm paying attention. And you know what? You didn't do what I wanted you to do. So piss off, you're fired. What's the big deal? Yeah. That's and it gives deal. us all some sort of, you know, protection against the cult of personality. And I do think that the cult of personality, depending on, and obviously we're talking about just two, uh, one line with two sides now. Yeah. 
but it wasn't always quite so easy to read. Sure. But I think that um, that cult of personality thing, I understand the desire people have for someone to have all the answers. I understand the desire. Hey, man, I've loved writers, you know, books growing up as a kid, books and records. That was it. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of my favorite writers as a young man that are deplorable human beings. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man. And it's yes, like, but that is true. But, you know, I don't know them personally. There's a lot of artists, obviously, down the list, and politicians. It's like it's that cult of personality and division has made it so people just were, were on teams. And if people were thinking about what's best for their community, none of these rock star politicians would exist. They'd all be used car salesmen. That's the only thing they're good for. Yeah, or insurance salesmen. I could see that. I could see that. Speaking of another, hey, you know what? Let's dismantle the insurance industry next week. That'll be fun. Oh, God, yes. Do not get me started on the scam of earthquake insurance. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's next week, though. I feel you on that one. <laughs> I think, though, I do have one little teeny tiny spark of hope for this kiss thing. And that would be if they managed to make it an affordable experience like a Lazarium show or, you know, just like the cover band experience. Yeah. Because that's the only way I see them really competing with the existing Kiss cover band market and still kind of reaching their fan base. People might see it as like a fun night out, but you're not charging, you know, $75 a ticket to people to right. watch your and avatars think, push play. Yeah, and I think there also has to be, you never know which gig Gene and Paul themselves will show up and hang out at. Oh, yeah, that would be a great marketing ploy. I don't see Paul doing that. <laughs> but, yeah, it would be a great ploy. Yeah, something. You got to do something. You can't just ship it out there like it's a kiss coffin and hope people buy it. Yeah, or you know what? Residency it right alongside your museum in Vegas. And there you'll have all your people considering you like an additional tourist attraction in Vegas. Yeah. Sell yep. a combo ticket, you know, museum admission and Avatar concert. Because that's the thing. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess KISS fans are fanatic at this point. They're going to go, they're going to support anything KISS wants to do. But I don't know how long that can survive without the peripheral, oh, I'll go check it out fan. And the I'll go check it out fan has a million options. Exactly. And the KISS fans are a lot over it, you know? Sure. They've been peeling away for years, and I think that this final farewell was probably long overdue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, you got an award to accept, so um, I do. congratulations. I don't even know what this I'll tell you tomorrow. I'm still kind of thinking this might be a, a just a scam. Somebody's totally just jerking me around to see if I'll show up and put on a jacket. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I am very confused. You're the top 100, but then there was nothing to quantify it at all? Like, yeah, no, there's, it's called the it's Twin Cities Business, uh -huh. and they recognize 100 people. Uh, you know, movers or shakers in all realms of life, you know, like these are the people for 24 that we think are really going to have an impact on the city. Okay. Well, so, I uh, oh, that's nice. Guess you better book some gigs at home. <laughs> I guess so. I just thought, well, that means the show's going well. The the morning show people are listening. I took uh -huh. it as, uh, okay, good. That's helpful. But in terms of what it means to me, like I said, it just means I had to go find a jacket in my closet. And I was like, oh, come on. Aw, did the jacket fit? Thing, but I thought I could wear it. You know, get kind of. I put on freshly washed dark blue jeans. That's about as formal as I can get these days. Right, right. And then the Johnny Bravo jacket. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. it fit, so I have to wear it. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, then what do you got coming up on the show tonight? 
Well, it's December 4th, and on this day in 1980, which, I, I mean, every year this dawns on me, and then it blows me away. So December 4th, 1980, Led Zeppelin announced they were done. They put out their statement where they said, with the loss of John Bonham, we cannot continue as we were. Our love for him and our respect for his family. I mean, the wording of it's beautiful. Yeah. They say, we're out. We're done. See you later. Wow. And that's really, really amazing to me. To this day, it's, I mean, just the respect that shows for everything about Bonzo. Mm-hmm. But it also, and I don't think in 1980, the concept of bands being around 40, 50, 60 years was still completely alien. No. So people say, well, they, they could have still been a band all these times. Well, yeah, they were all, all dying at 27. Day. Nobody thought they were going to be around at 40, 50, 60, 75. Well, in 1980, John Lennon gave that, you know, one of his last interviews, he was laughing at the Rolling Stones for still being the Rolling Stones. Irony. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, okay, great, but what's left to do? Like, because, you know, with Lennon, it's like, man, do something new, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and something that I'm sure they weren't ever thinking of at the time, Led Zeppelin's legacy is what it is today because they pulled the plug. Yeah, they I'm, did not put out the elder like Kiss did. I love The Who, and I love Kenny Jones, but that wasn't right. Mm. And they all say it now without any problem. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. He's a friend. He was a great guy. And it was cool. If you want to go see Who songs played by a band that's three-fourths of the Who, but the drumming's totally different, that's fine. They had every right to do it. But I think Zeppelin always understood they were just on a different plane, if that makes sense. And to their endless credit, they respected that. I think there are some bands where the chemistry of all the members is quintessential. And I think it speaks to a lot of bands, Kiss, where the chemistry is volatile. And Led Zeppelin was one of those where the chemistry was quintessential. I think Fleetwood Mac would be another one. I saw Fleetwood Mac without Lindsey Buckingham, and I was like, ah. And there's a reason that original band lineups, musical talent aside, like I'll take Tom Petty with Stan Lynch a thousand days over a thousand over with Steve Perrone. Outside of the Heartbreakers, Mm. Perrone from circles around Stan Lynch. But that's not the point. (laughs) they went from a band to a band with a great drummer that they hired and who they played around and it was all good but you know there's a different there's just a difference there man you know rem bill barry left boy everyone figured out real fast how magical that guy's playing was and and funny you know like bill barry kind of like ringo i've told drummers for years oh you think he's a simple drummer try playing those first ep and a couple records you play and write those parts go ahead good luck to you Underrated drummers. We should put that on the list for next week, too. There's there's so many of them. You know, really, just look at the band. If it's a great band, they have a really great drummer. It doesn't mean they're successful, and there are successful bands without great drummers, but if they're a great band, they have a great drummer, or at least a drummer that is irreplaceably unique. Yeah, we're definitely doing that next week. (laughs) All right. Have fun at your dinner. I hope it's not rubber chicken. You know what it is? It's cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. So I still get to figure out where to eat after this damn thing. Oh, nice. So you can get yeah. hot chicken or something. What's the Minnesota yeah, specialty? I'll, I'll find something. Oh, good. Okay. Report back tomorrow. Okay. Well, yep. take care and I'll talk to you tomorrow, man. All right. Sounds good. All right. Cheers. Late. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Yeah, like, it like, was. hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. 
Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen.